did you ever stop to think, how will I use my skills I learned as an athlete in the next part of my life? Today, we're going to discuss the skill set you acquired as an athlete and how it can take you to the next level in the next chapter of your life. Stay tuned. I don't have any job experience. This is the number one limiting belief that my clients come to me with. Truth be told, athletes are so busy that they just don't have the time to get a real job or internship while they're competing. How about this? Have you ever thought that your sport was your internship and your first job experience? That's exactly what you did during your time as an athlete. Once you land that first interview, it's up to you to be able to express that and get that perspective to your employer so that you have all the skills that they're looking for and even more. But if you don't speak up and you don't articulate your skill set, it's never going to shine. So it's up to you to go into those interviews, have the confidence in that mindset to land that job that you're looking for. So in between not graduating, I applied as a bartender. I remember at the interview telling the manager that although I had little work experience, I was a D1 volleyball player, I'd been a leader, I had folded towels for a summer. I remember my very first job over summer when I was still in college. I worked at this store. I don't know if you remember it or have heard of it. They actually went out of business called Linens and Things. And oh my God, you guys, I folded towels all day long. It was like the worst job ever. <laughs> Not my favorite job, but hey, it paid the rent over the summertime and I could still do some fun things during the off season. I went into the interview and I remember not even having a resume. I didn't even have anything to give to them to show that I had work experience or anything about my background. I remember being scared out of my mind because I didn't feel like I had the experience or anything that they were looking for. But I ended up landing that job and like I said, I spent that entire summer folding towels and <laughs> never went back for another summer after that. In fact, I landed my second job the very next summer at a yogurt shop. And that job I only got because my friend was a supervisor. In fact, I didn't even really have to go through an interview process. I think I remember meeting the owner of the shop and letting him know that I was a student at Cal State Fullerton. And I played volleyball and he said, oh, great. You can start tomorrow. I had worked at a yogurt shop, but after we sat down and had a conversation, he obviously saw something in me as I was hired on the spot. But what I still remember to this day about that interview is that I was my true self and I began to build a relationship with him during that conversation. And I think he kind of understood that although I didn't have the experience that maybe he was necessarily looking for because I was a brand new graduate right out of bartending school, but I had the drive, I had the work ethic and I was able to at least articulate a little bit about my leadership skills. And I learned later on that's exactly what he was looking for. He was looking for somebody to come in to help be the supervisor and the manager of the restaurant. And after a couple months, I actually ended up being those roles as well within that company. So when I left Fullerton and needed a job in between not graduating and 
If you want to hear the whole story on all that, on how I didn't graduate, listen to my podcast episode with Matt Brown. We dive really deep into that entire story and it's a good one. So make sure you catch that one. And being on the other side as a principal, there were many interviews I sat in where I could tell not just by their resume, but I could tell that they had that inner athlete in them. They were former athletes. And the one thing that they don't talk about is what they learned as an athlete and how that would transfer over. And it wasn't until I started to ask some deeper questions that they were able to articulate the experiences that they had. But it is so important for you to understand, like we're gonna talk about right now in this episode, of how your skills transfer over from the court, field, pool, whatever sport you played, and how they transfer over into the workforce, into the career, the business, whatever you're going to be doing next in life after sports. But you have to be able to articulate it. So let's hear some examples so you can understand what I'm talking about here. During my time in education, I had the opportunity to not only sit in my own interviews as I went from being a teacher to assistant principal to principal, but I also got to sit on the other side of the table, which is a completely different experience than quote unquote being in the hot seat. When you go into an interview, you have to know your stuff and what you need to be able to do, even if you have not actually had that position before. So for example, when I went from being a teacher to an assistant principal, I obviously had never been an administrator before, but there were similarities of experiences that I had as a teacher that I could relate to when questions came up about how I would handle different situations. And what employers are looking for is that you have examples to bring up and not that you're just saying, oh, well, you know, I don't have any experience. I've never done that before. What things kind of transfer over to what they're looking for? All right. How many of you have ever been team captain? I'm sure at some point in time, everybody here has at least had some type of experience. So even if you've had a short duration of that, or you are a longtime captain for maybe a year or two or different seasons, being a team captain actually transfers into management experience. Yes, management experience. And if you've ever been a captain, you know what I'm talking about. Not only do you have to lead your team and guide them in the direction that needs to happen and do, but you also have to be the manager because there's some times where you're going to have to tell your teammates they got to step it up or they need to focus differently, whatever it is. That is the same thing that you do as a manager. You are guiding your team. You are leading your team. You're rolling up your sleeves and working alongside your team so that everybody is successful. A second one is being competitive, okay? So you are an athlete, you are competitive by nature. This transfers over into the workforce as being motivated by challenges. And when you work for companies, organizations, your own business, you are going to have challenges day in and day out. And having that competitive mindset, that competitive drive means that you're motivated to be challenged and to figure out a way to win, a way to figure out the problem, a way to come up with a solution. The third one is time management. Yes, you as a student athlete at some point in your life, and even if you are a professional, you have had to have time management to balance your life. 
your life has revolved around your sport, but you have other obligations and things that you have to fulfill. So with this in the workforce, we call that being efficient with tasks. So if your employer is going to be giving you, you know, a, a menu of things that need to be accomplished, you are going to make sure that you are going to be efficient with your time and schedule your time accordingly so that you are the most productive with what you are given. The fourth one here is a hard worker. If you're an elite athlete, you are a hard worker. This means that you are dedicated to whatever task is at hand, whether it is something simple, whether it's something challenging, you are gonna do whatever it takes to make sure that that job gets done, just like you did when you were in the court and playing your sport. You worked hard and as a result, tasks got completed, goals got achieved because you put in the work. And although there are so many that we can go through here, the final one that I wanna talk about is being coachable, okay? And this is the number one thing when I was an administrator that I was looking for as I hired people. We want people to be coachable because they're able to listen, they're able to learn and accept feedback. And you guys, you wouldn't believe how many people out there don't have a coachable attitude and don't have the skill set to be coachable. And they like doing things their way or they don't like to listen to instructions or anything like that. And they're they're not open to feedback, you know? And and as athletes, we have to be open to feedback because that's the only way as an elite athlete we were able to grow and get better was by having our coaches, having our parents, having our teammates let us know about things that we can improve on and then go from there. So being coachable, in my opinion, is the number one skill set. So being able to articulate that across the table is going to get you that job. It's going to land you that position. It's going to put you where you need to be. And athletes make the best business owners and entrepreneurs because they are driven, you guys. We are so driven in what any task that we take on. So if you are thinking about creating your own business or being an entrepreneur, you have the mindset and the skill set to come up with anything and run with it and be phenomenal in this next phase of your life. And like I've talked about before, you are meant for more and more than just being an athlete. Remember, it's all about being in the mindset of being a rebranded athlete. You're not a former athlete. You are finding a way to repurpose all the skill set, all the drive, all the determination that you had as an athlete and transition and go into the next phase of your life, carrying all these life lessons and skills that you have and repurposing it into something else. So if you haven't had a chance to really start thinking about your transferable skills, I highly recommend that you start at least tapping a little bit into it. This is definitely something that we dive into more during the Rebranded Athlete Academy and we have conversations around these skill sets and what we can do with them in life after sports. And I want to leave you with a quote that I came across by Thomas H. Davenport. Successful knowledge transfer involves neither computers nor documents, but rather interactions with people. So it doesn't matter about your resume. It doesn't matter about any documentation that you have that actually technically says, oh, this is how much work experience that I've had. Yes, you're going to have to make a resume at some point. So bottom line is don't be discouraged by your limiting beliefs. You have to change your mindset and think, oh, I don't have a job. I don't have job experience. How am I ever going to land something 
in what I want to do because nobody's going to take me seriously. Yes, people are absolutely going to take you seriously if you have the right attitude, you have the right mindset, and you build relationships with people. Employers, they want to hire athletes. They do. But if they're not going to get that sense, that vibe from you that they're looking for, even if they're not looking for the exact person that has all of the work experience that they have, if they find that they that you have qualities that they're looking for and you have that drive, you have that coachability, you're able to be motivated by challenges and you have experience managing people and you're efficient with your task and you're dedicated to what you're doing, those are all things employers are going to be looking for. You better make sure that you have these skill sets listed on your resume during the time when you were an elite athlete. And when you're at that table, just like I did when I was getting that bartending job, it's all about creating and establishing a relationship with people so that they can begin to know you. Tell a little bit about your story. Let them know the challenges that you've overcome in your life. They want to hear these types of things. What they don't want to hear is that you don't have work experience. So you need to be able to articulate that in a different way, given the skill set that you have as an athlete. Your interactions with people is going to make you a successful person here in the long run. Thanks so much for listening. I also want to remind you that I have two new books releasing next month. So be sure to pre-order your copies today. You can visit rebrandedathlete.com or saralepebooks.com to reserve your copy today. All right, you guys, we'll see you next time on the Rebranded Athlete Podcast. Take care.